Good morning and welcome. Today marks the culmination of our prayer odyssey, which was happening all of this week. So thank you to everyone who joined in prayer for that. We also want to welcome our prospective students who are visiting today and any other visitors who are with us. For our opening song, I invite you to please turn to number 12 in the blue hymnal, Come Let Us All Unite to Sing, number 12, and please stand. I'd like to welcome you to chapel this morning. This morning we consider the theme worship in varied voices, specifically musical voices. Now, being currently enrolled in Dr. Matthew Hill's music history course, I am in a prime position to tell you all about the roots of Western sacred music and its long development fraught with dispute, from Plato's concern with the powerful force of music's ethos to the beautiful concept of musica mundana floating around in Boethius's head I could tell you about the Counter-Reformation and the Council of Trent, and how the Roman Catholic Church was on the verge of banning polyphony from church music when Palestrina arrived to save the day with his Pope Marcellus Mass, composed in 1562. And I could tell you about this, but I won't. Instead, I think it would be much more interesting and relevant if we heard from some of our peers about what kind of music resonates most deeply with them in worship. I'd like to ask us to appreciate the gamut of backgrounds and traditions collected in this student body on campus. 
and to recognize that we can learn from each other's ways of worship. But before we hear from them, I'd like to invite us to stand and continue the tradition of passing the peace. So please rise and greet those around you for the next minute or two. seated. Um, when I was asked to share today about why I find value in hymn singing, I was really excited. And then they said, you have six minutes. And then I was thought, well, I better talk really fast and choose a fast song or conduct it really fast. Um, so I could go on for days, but maybe six minutes is good. Yeah, I'll preface what I share today um, by saying that I was neither raised Mennonite nor was I raised singing hymns. I never heard a hymn until I was probably in seventh grade. And I remember that day quite clearly. It's like the world was illumined, you could say. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so I recognize that it's a strong part of Mennonite culture, but there's value in there that is worth looking at and not discounting just because it's a part of Mennonite culture. For me, hymn singing represents the way that I see worship. Um, I believe that worship should engage the entire community of gathered believers and I see the horizontal nature of hymn singing accomplishing this better than a lot of contemporary music's vertical style of worship where there's a leader and it seems very narrow. When with hymn singing, you are surrounded by the community of believers and you can hear each part resonating around you and in the same way, you feel the community of Christ around you resonating and holding you as well. Just as our community becomes whole with the participation, participation of each member singing, the body of Christ and church becomes whole with each member participating. I had to decide to pick a hymn, and that was quite tricky. It was like trying to pick a favorite child. I think when I always ask my mom, do you like me or my sister better? And she's like, oh, I love you both equally. It's kind of the same way with hymns for me. Um, but I decided to choose one. It's 420, Heart with Loving Heart United. And I would ask that we stand to sing this, but I'll just say a few things about it first. Um, for me, this song represents the community that I think hymns can bring. When we come together, we sing, and we resonate with each other in harmony, and we find a deeper meaning as a group. And in the same way, Christ calls us to community. And normally, we, a lot of times, people don't really think about the text that they're singing, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it. And you can follow along, and then we'll stand and sing it. Heart with loving, heart united, met to know God's holy will. Let God's love in us ignited, more and more our spirits fill. 
God is the head, we are God's members. We reflect the light that God is. God is the master and we are disciples. God is ours and we are God's. May we also love each other and all selfish claims deny so that each one for the other will not hesitate to die. Even so our Lord has loved us, for our lives God gave his life. Still God grieves and still God suffers for our selfishness and strife. Since, O Lord, you have demanded that our lives your love should show, so we wait to be commanded forth into your world to go. Kindle in us love's compassion so that everyone may see in our fellowship the promise of a new humanity. So in our fellowship, we represent the new humanity that Christ brings. I think that hymns can express this very well. So please stand and be cognizant of the voices around you, the uniqueness of each voice and what it brings to the community of believers. It's hymn number 420, Heart with Loving Heart United. Flores. I'm a first year. Um, I was asked to share why contemporary Christian music is very important to me, and it has always been a big part of my life. Um, I love hymns. Uh, I'm, they've never really been a big part of my life. Um, growing up in a Pentecostal Hispanic church, we have kind of different hymns when we do them, um, but I really love them here because they speak truth, um, and that's very valuable and powerful and impacts people. But what I really love about contemporary music, specifically contemporary uh, worship music, uh, is that um, it approaches worship in this kind of way that I've heard people express as vertical worship. 
Um, vertical worship is when we really focus um, on God rather than on ourselves. It's putting Jesus at the center. And really, that's what worship is. It's putting Jesus at the center and standing back and letting him be the middle. And um, something that to sing is to worship. And it is, it's an expression of worship. But what worship is, it's really a lifestyle. And Jesus himself said that the Lord calls us to love him with all of our heart and all of our mind and with all of our strength. And that's worship. Um, that is what God has been telling us from the very beginning. That's what he wants from us. And so a worship of spirit and truth is what he seeks. And we offer that through service, through obedience, and through other forms such as singing. And so that's what I also love, really love about contemporary Christian songs, such as the Revelation song, which some of you might be familiar with. Um, it really provides a way to express our love for Jesus that is strengthened every time we get a glimpse of him. Um, every time, the more we encounter his love, the deeper that our love for him uh, becomes. And so let us encounter him through worship. So I would like to invite everyone to stand and join me for the Revelation song.
Hello, everyone. Yeah, so they asked me to uh, they asked me to talk about why it's important for me to worship in Korean, and yeah. So my name is Mina Kim, and uh, I'm a junior right now. And to many of you, it may be a surprise from, uh, but I'm from South Korea. So, well, like it's kind of uh, ironic, but uh, one thing I know for sure is that uh, I didn't go to church last Sunday, so I didn't worship in Korean or English. But I did go to the prayer room to compensate for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really important important for me to worship in Korean because it's a lot easier for me to speak because it's my native language. Um, worshiping in Korean has always been a good experience for me. Uh, I always felt much closer to God when I would sing songs in Korean. It felt a lot more genuine to me. Uh, I would always feel more passionate with Korean. Uh, singing hymns in English would be fun, but to tell you just the truth, there, there are times when I don't really understand lyrics. So it's hard for me to learn the lyrics or to uh, feel what it's trying to say. For those of you who don't really know, I can't memorize lyrics in English for this reason. I really don't really understand. Um, for, uh, but one thing I know for sure is that when I pray in Korean, it's when I'm really desperate for something. When I'm really not so desperate, I usually pray in English. Um, I don't know, I don't really know why, but that's what happens. And yeah, praying in Korean has just felt a lot homier to me in a sense, it's my native language. Um, I can tell you this right now, someday you will be in a position when you're forced or put in a setting where you worship in different language or in a different culture. However, enjoy and embrace the differences because it's always great to uh, enjoy the differences. Um, in the end, I realized that it's important for us to worship and pray. Uh, yeah, personally, praying in Korean has always been very important me, for me, and I encourage you to pray for those who you love, pray for those who you care about, pray for those who need help, pray for your roommates and your friends, pray for the world, yeah. And the beauty of prayer is that despite the different languages, Everyone is sincere and genuine in their prayers. And for those who, that don't know the beauty of Korean, let us sing a song for you. Uh, the song is called, You Were Born to Be Loved, and You Were you are All Born to Be Loved. <laughs>
지금도 그 사랑 받고 있지요 당신은 사랑받기 위해 태어난 사랑 지금도 그 사랑 받고 있지요 I'm Gloria Showalter, a junior peace, justice, and conflict studies major. And I'm going to share a little bit about my experience of worshiping in a language that is not my native tongue. Well, first, my background. I grew up in a rural Mennonite church, singing a mix of hymns and contemporary worship songs. In my congregation, there was a good deal of diversity in regards to musicality, with some like college-level music professors, as well as those who sing without reference to a particular melody or key. While there is a good deal of liberty to express worship, many people in my church consider their musical taste somewhat refined. Song leaders and worship teams meet outside of the Sunday morning worship to practice, um, for, practice the music with the goal of a seamless service and beautiful music. I learned unconsciously that worship is meant to sound as good as possible. Between high school and college, I spent a year living in Bolivia with the Mennonite Mission Network's uh, Radical Journey program. The small Mennonite church I attended in Bolivia had some different ideas about worship than what I was used to. For example, unlike my four-part singing home church, nobody sang harmony at all. There was a song leader who stood at the front of the church and belted the songs, not necessarily in tune, but definitely with conviction. Depending on the Sunday, some of the youth would play along with guitar, um, and sometimes my pastor played the keyboard, and that consisted of these like um, preset like beat things that would go boom, 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 and, it, and then he would play the chords over top. It was a blast. <laughs> So when I first got there, I was so distracted by what I considered to be a lack of taste and musicality that I found it hard to worship. As the year went on, however, I began to notice that there was something really beautiful that was happening when the church got together to praise God. Each person sang out of a love for God and true appreciation for God's power, and together the voices were an offering of worship to God. I began to like the sound of the church in worship, the quirks and preferences included. I learned at least three things. First, worship is about using the voice God gave you to express your love for God. Second, no sound or style is more or less pleasing to God than any other. And third, there is something unique and there is a unique and precious experience to be had when we allow ourselves to worship in a way that, while at first unfamiliar, is yet ultimately a gift of praise to the one who created diversity. So now I'm going to sing a song, one of my favorites that I learned at that church. Andrea is going to help me. I will sing through it once um, so you can hear the melody, and then we'll repeat it and you can join in. Amen. 
transformame, moldeame a tu imagen, Señor. Quiero ser más como tú, ver la vida como tú, saturarme con tu espíritu. different styles of worship and, and learning about each other's styles that we like more than others and um, brings to mind for me the Taizé community in France. And they um, are an ecumenical community, which means that it's a collection of people of all Christian faiths. Um, and in order to, to deal with the differences between people, they have come up with their own collection of music in Latin as a neutral language, since no one speaks that anymore, and, and a variety of other languages like Spanish and French and English. Um, and so, as a little transition, um, we're recognizing our place in community by by learning about what other people around us appreciate. And another way that we can recognize our place 
in, in the community of the Christian church is through anointing. Um, as we worship God, the other side of things is our being able to receive a blessing from God. So at this time, we're going to invite anyone who wishes to be anointed to come forward and receive a blessing from four people who will be in the center circle. And while that is happening, we'll be singing two songs that come from the Teze community. So before, to get ready, open in your blue hymnal to number 562, and then just set that on your lap, and get out your green, sing the journey, and open that to number 59. So partway through, we'll switch over to Nada Te Turbe in the blue hymnal, but we'll start with Confite Mini Domino.
Go now, recognizing what, as individuals and as a community, gives us life and inspire us, inspires us. Go now, celebrating the unique perspective that each of us brings, which only together makes us whole. Go now, acknowledging where we have come from and where we are going. Go in God's peace.